Good morning. It's Wednesday, July 13th. We had a nice day yesterday, 4-1. The sixth play was rained out, weather issues there. So we're going to jump right back with that game. We're going to take Seattle over Washington. That was a game that was postponed. We got uh, Chris Flexen going against Josiah Gray. Now, that's not exactly the greatest pitching matchup. We do like Flexen here. We want him. Now, this is game one, by the way. Goes off at noon Eastern time. Do not want game two. Unless, of course, they switch the pitcher. So you're looking for Flexen, Chris Flexen for Seattle. That's the one you want, and it should be game one. It is currently. They're minus 104. Now, uh, that's a little bit down. That's better than we were paying yesterday. It would have paid yesterday if it hadn't been voided. Uh, that means the money's going against us a little bit, and that's fine in this case. It's not enough to worry about. We're going to fade Washington as much as possible. They're a terrible team. They're terrible at home. They're terrible on the road. They give up more runs than anyone on earth. They're 1-9 and in their last 10. Meanwhile, Seattle's 9-1. and We're going with the flow on that. I'll move on to Detroit at Kansas City. Scooble against Singer. We're going with Kansas City. We're going with Singer. It's a very short odds. You're going to be minus 120 to minus 125. There's no reason to bet on Detroit. They're the lowest scoring offense in all of baseball, all the world here. They're just bad. Now we're going to follow up with the Yankees. The Yankees mentioned that might be a team to put into a parlay. I didn't recommend that on the podcast, but mentioned that some of you could. That would have been a loser. We're going to bounce right back here and take the Yankees on the run line. Not just going to ask them to win. Going to ask them to win by margin, and they will. They're going to come back. They had a 3-0 lead entering the ninth, and they gave up four runs to the lowly Cincinnati Reds. Now, uh, Mike Miner's going for the Reds. That's not going to end well. Left-handed Mike Miner pitching on the road in New York. It's going to be a bloodbath. Probably should take the over, but I don't think that Cincinnati can score enough here, I don't believe, to get it done. Money, by the way, is moving to the under, so somebody else agrees with that. We'll take New York Yankees on the run line. The next one we're taking is Miami at home against Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh's on a winning streak. Three. Three in a row. That's not a good sign. They're, they're, they'll lose. Pablo Lopez going. Now, I don't put as much stock into Lopez. He's had a little rough times here. So, we can't take Miami outright with that juice, I should say. But I will take Miami paired up with over four and a half in a same game parlay and we'll take all that juice out of the mix <clears throat> as a matter of fact I also like the over seven in this game because I don't think Pablo Lopez will be on his a game and I know that Brubaker will not be against Miami so I'm going to take over seven in this totals have been really good lately just after I mentioned they haven't been playing much because they didn't look good all of a sudden they started looking good I Probably self-fulfilling prophecy to some degree there. Where I don't really believe I was looking harder, just to be honest. When you say something like that, that means you're looking harder to find that number. I don't want to have to hunt for a bet. If I have to hunt, meaning fight for the bet. If I have to fight for it, then I don't want it. So we'll take the over seven here. But I also, just in case, I'll take that Miami and over four and a half. Just in case it's not as much as I expected. And at the same time, reduce that juice. Then we'll move on to the Dodgers game. I had fear that the Dodgers wouldn't do well yesterday. I didn't put any money on the Cardinals, but I had fear that the Dodgers didn't do, wouldn't do well and didn't bet them. 
Uh, I do like the Dodgers to bounce back here. Tony Gonsolin, he hasn't lost yet this season. Just as I say that, I can't jinx the Los Angeles Dodgers. I have no power to do that. Anyone that's superstitious enough to say that is ridiculous, but at some point he will lose. I don't have a crystal ball either, so I'm not foretelling an omen, an ominous loss by Gonsolin here. But at uh, minus 148 in that roundabout ballpark, you just take them on the money line. That's about as expensive as I like to get. I don't want to pair this up with any runs to get a same-game parlay. I just don't feel comfortable with that. It could be a very well-pitched game by both of these pitchers, Adam Wainwright going for St. Louis. Absolutely could be. I would tend to lean under, but I have. I, I think the Dodgers might uh, light up some fires here. So no thanks on that. I'll just the Dodgers and just make it simple. The simple bets have been winning in baseball lately. Um, let's move on to Tampa Bay and Boston. That was a nice win for us yesterday. Now we've got McClanahan, Cy Young candidate or even favorite in the American League against uh, Josh Winkowski. Basically a rookie there for Boston. Uh, you got to like Tampa Bay here. I, I liked over seven, but I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take it considering relatively lower scoring game yesterday, even better pitcher going today. It might be a little bit of a struggle for runs, so I won't take it. But I'll take Tampa Bay in over four and a half because I don't want to pay the heavy juice to McClanahan. I just I can't. It doesn't make enough sense to pay that kind of approaching minus 200. I can't do it. But you pair it up with over four and a half, you don't have to pay any juice. The next bet, I went back and forth on a little bit, Oakland and Texas. I've been calling this one a little bit here last couple games. Oakland and Texas. Now you got Blackburn versus Gray. Now, for Texas, it's a good idea to have Gray. It's a good thing to have Gray going. For Oakland, you would say that's a good thing to have Blackburn going. He just got named to the All-Star game, although that's because Oakland has to have, every team has to have one entrance. Not sure that he's the right one. All those numbers and his record and performance have indicated that maybe he is the right guy. I don't know how else you'd pick Montas, but he's injured. So, yeah, Blackburn's probably the guy. Now, is he jinxed? Is he is a fire lit under him to do even better and show that it's he's not just a because you have to type pick? He's been getting lit up a little bit lately. I've mentioned that he won't stay that stay this good forever. Well, that was a month ago when I mentioned that. Maybe maybe six weeks ago, and he's been hit or miss. He's had prophetic blow ups, but he's also shut things down. He should do well in Texas. He should do well in Texas here. Now, that being said, Oakland's offense has broken out. They they blew several leads, which I was actually going to get on this podcast and mention. Here we go. That's how you take Oakland plus one and a half. They're not just an okay team on the road run line. They're actually good. They're 30 and 16 now on the run line on the road, catching the one and a half runs. And we took that bet yesterday and won it. And that was the funny thing is that's how Oakland wins those run line bets. It's not because they sneak back with offense as a general rule. It's because they blow the lead and lose by one because as the road team, you're typically losing by one when you lose a lead late. It's not usually a walk-off home run with multiple men on base. Yesterday was an exception to that. Not only did they not lose the uh, game, 
which it looked like they would, they actually came back and blew it up in extra innings. And the previous day, they were getting ripped, and they scored six in the late inning, which was, the, I kind of mentioned that yesterday, that was the waking up of the offense a little bit. And sure enough, they did it again. So it seems like there's going to be offense today. That's what I'm getting at. I desperately, I should say, want to take the over. I can't do it. I can't, I can't take the naked over seven. Now, that might change my mind if the money is coming down. Uh, and that actually, by the way, isn't why I'm not taking over seven and a half. It's now seven. I, I like the over. And so, again, what I'm saying here is I'm not not taking it because the money is moving the other way. That actually is making me want to take over seven because I like the over. And I felt like seven was a good baseline. And I didn't want to lose the over seven and a half. So I'll watch this, and I'm very strongly considering the over in this game. But for now, I'll pass. But I will take Oakland plus two and a half, plus two and a half, and over five and a half. So we can lose this game four to two and win the bet. And, and would lose the over as well. So I'm kind of hedging it. I just feel like Oakland's are, is in a, is on a roll and Texas is faltering right now. When I say Oakland's on a roll, they're 30 and 59. There's no roll available. But I think we've seen a little bit of a wake up. I think they'll have some confidence here. I think they'll get it done. They may not win the game, but this bet should come in for us. Then we'll take a two team parlay the Yankees and the Dodgers. Just, you know, the blue blood's there. The Yankees really need to bounce back here. We'll just, we'll just go with Gonsolin. He hasn't lost yet this season. So we'll take him. And then we'll take those two teams and add Seattle plus one and a half, which was a good parlay option I mentioned yesterday to take Seattle plus the one and a half as the road team. If, if Washington won, they're likely doing it only by a one at the end when Flexen's out. So that, that'll be it. Let's get some more money.